You're listening to the Social Hub Podcast, a place where we give small brands the skills and know-how to master all their social media, digital, and content marketing. I'm your host, Stacey Cranich, mum, champagne drinker, and self-confessed karaoke queen. Join me in a journey of real conversations and meaningful messages that will help you grow in your business and life so you can have the most epic version of both. If you have a big vision and are ready to shine, then grab a cuppa or a cocktail and listen in. Hey guys, and welcome to the bonus series of the Social Hub podcast. In case you didn't know, I have a really cool online community, the Social Media 101 Society over on Facebook. And inside that group, I interview some amazing women in business every month on various topics of business, life, and marketing to help that community. And I do not want my podcast peeps to miss out on this action. So I have decided that I will be sharing some of these interviews in some bonus episodes for you. Now, this means a couple of things. One, that you're going to get some extra amazing eps in your ears. Woohoo! And two, that I need to give you a little disclaimer that these are the audio from a live stream video. So while the audio has been repurposed, it sounds like a live stream, complete with me reading out questions from people, saying hello as they drop in and engaging with those who were present. Now, I could edit all of that out, but I think it adds to the fun and the feel of the process and also gives you a taste for how I run my free training and interviews in the group. So I have left it all in because, well, it's also way too much work to try and edit it all out and it's really good content. In today's episode of the bonus series, I chat with Carly Plowman from Technobird about a topic that has a lot of people in an utter state of confusion, and that is SEO. Between keywords, alt tags, metadata, on-site and off-site SEO, it's enough to make most people want to pour a wine at midday. Well, I know it certainly did me when I first started trying to wrap my head around it. And that is why I like to get the experts to do their thing when it comes to these subjects and let you learn from the best. Carly has such an amazingly simple way of looking at SEO. She also has a really refreshingly simple approach to tackling SEO from a beginner's perspective and then on to more advanced strategies for those that are ready. So in this episode, we tackle some key components of getting started with SEO, some SEO myths that we bust, and some all-round juicy bites of really good practical advice from someone who's in the know. You can connect more with Carly, get the details for her Facebook group, follow her on Instagram, and also learn more about how she can help you with the magical beast of SEO over on the show notes for today's episode, all the W's, the socialhubau.com forward slash bonus three. And here is the interview for you. All right, guys, thanks so much for coming to Let's Talk SEO. I'm really excited to have Carly join us today. I've been following you on Instagram for ages um, and I love all your SEO stuff because you just break it down like super easy, um, which is great. And then we've kind of connected on and off on Instagram and then you said you're starting an SEO podcast, which is cool. When's, when's launch date for that? Yep. Don't have one yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the SEO show. Yeah. And I planned it all out. Like I've planned out all my episodes and guests and all that sort of thing, but my equipment hasn't arrived yet because oh. I 
I ordered it when all this stuff. Am I allowed to swear? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I say shit. All okay, good. All this sometimes shit worse happened. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think it's yeah, just got delayed in the yeah. post or whatever. So I'm still waiting on it. But as soon as I get my hands on it, I will be recording and I'll let people know when that's Yeah, yeah. I think definitely this whole situation has taught us to be flexible. And patient. And patient and adapt and all those wonderful words, 100%. So who have we got here now? I've got Lauren. Hey, Lauren. Hey, Kelly. Hi, everybody. Before we get started um, and probably just before I get Carly to do a proper intro um, on herself, what I love to do when I'm doing a live, as you guys know, is let us know, first of all, that you're here Give us an emoji and if um, or a hello or anything you want to say. <laughs> Weigh in on your experience with school potentially going back or not going back this week. Um, and also, to uh, if you're watching the replay, just type in replay or leave us a comment as well. So it'll prompt us to come back and, and have a look at the comments. But what I'd love you guys to do while Carly's doing an intro for those of you that are online is to rate yourself one out of five on your where you feel you sit with SEO because this will give us a good gauge over the live of kind of everyone's skill set. So um, one would be I really have no idea like what's a keyword and then five would be, yep, I'm all over it and I'm DIYing my SEO and I'm like super queen at the whole thing. So if everyone could just give us a rough idea because that will help us as well. And then um, as we go through, it's going to be real interview style. I am repurposing this as a podcast. So um, it is an interview style interview today. No slides today. Some of my guests have slides because we're slide people around here sometimes, but that's okay. And um, yeah, so it's definitely interview style. Pop your questions in and um, I will stop and answer them as we go. And obviously at the end, there'll be a bit more time to do that. Um, Carly's on Zoom. I've got all the questions here and comments on my phone. Now we do have some numbers coming through. Beck says she's less minus one million. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's about to change that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're definitely going to change that. Lauren says a three. Uh, Kelly two. Sarah one. Die four with a question mark. That's a good number. Uh, um, Leah says two. Um, so yeah, cool. All right. So we're looking at like you know, kind of that one to three marks. So this will be really good. So just to get started, Carly, do you just want to introduce yourself? Tell us a bit about you and Technobird and what you sure. what you do. Yeah, sure. So um, I started Technobird in 2013 um, and I'm one of those cliche stories, went on maternity leave with my first um, child and um, hated my previous life in Korea job hated it was very uncreative I'm not even going to go into it but it was boring it was not me um so I took that 12 months as a sign of you know this is a period where I can create my own life um and to cut a long story short I sort of just came across web design in a in a voluntary way I was on like a committee for my local football netball club and they had a really bad website um, and nobody wanted to touch it because nobody knew how to build websites and neither did I, but somebody had to put the hand up and give it a go. So I was like, stop it. I've got this 12 months, you know, I have a baby. Yes. But you know, she was really well behaved, um, a really good baby. So I said, yeah, I'll do it. I'll have a go. And so I went and learnt, went and met the guy that did the website and he taught me, um, 
you know, how to do the back end and about hosting and all these other things. Um, and from there, I just decided to do my own kind of research into web design and SEO and all the things that go with that. Um, and I instantly fell in love with it. I don't know what it was. I just understood it um, really quickly and loved creating fake websites and Googled the heck out of how to design websites and literally Googled what is SEO um, and did my own research. And then I sort of had to think about it. And I was like, I could turn this into something. This could be an actual career for me. Um, it's got longevity. Um, you know, I can really use my creativeness in this area as well as my techie kind of analytical side that all just sort of mashed together really well. Um, and then, yeah, seven and a half years later, I'm here. I'm still doing it. I'm talking to you and I'm running a full-time business. I have a second child. Um, yeah, so predominantly I'm a web designer um, and SEO specialist. So I do web design for SEO uh, for service-based and product-based um, businesses and mostly women um, in business, mostly um, sort of beginners or, or newbies to business or people that have been in for a couple of years and are now ready to sort of take it to that next level and get some mentoring and coaching or update their website that they may be DIY'd um, and are ready to take that to another level as well. Um, and then the other side to that is that I'm an SEO specialist and I do a lot of coaching in that. So teaching um, what SEO is and helping you to understand the importance of it, how to do it, um, how not to do it, and just sort of trying to make SEO much simpler for people um, because I think people are really afraid of the word SEO and think 100%. it's this massive, like... <laughs> scary thing and only tech heads can do it and it's so not true um so yeah that's my aim is to break down that the barrier of the scariness of the word seo and turn it into something that's fun for people and manageable and that they can yeah really take it on themselves i think that's definitely the key pain point for people with seo is it just feels like a beast it feels yeah. like this big beast that's like yeah. way too hard to conquer and there's like all these little things you need to know about like keywords and alt tags and all these things. And it's just like all these words that just don't make sense, you yeah. know? So yeah. Um, yeah. it's great that, you know, we have people like you to explain it to us. So yeah. for um, those out there that are listening in the group now and those that are going to watch back later, can you explain what just a, basic explanation of what SEO is and how it works. Yeah, so the easiest way for me to explain SEO is that it's just the art of getting found on Google. Um, without SEO, your website will never get found on Google. So the whole point is we've got to try and match a checklist that Google have. And the, to be honest, the checklist is pretty scary to look at. So I don't even bother going into that whole thing. Um, but they have a few certain things on that list that they really want you to nail. Um, and so the point of SEO is to make sure you're ticking off all those sort of things that Google wants, which we can go into for sure in detail, um, applying it to your website. And then once your site is Google friendly um, and Google's happy with it and you're happy with it, then the, um, the next step is to get people to find you on Google. Um, and so that in, includes um, what we call off-page SEO. So doing things off your page, off your website to get people to get to it. 
Um, and that can include things like social media marketing, email marketing, um, link building, and a whole range of the, even podcasts, even Facebook lives. This is SEO right here, right now. Um, so once people sort of realize that SEO is not just all stuff like text stuff on and keywords on your site and that this is actually SEO also, it suddenly becomes more fun. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm actually, you're actually already doing it. Um, a lot of people don't think they're doing SEO in their business, but they really are. Um, if you're doing social media, if you're doing, if you have an email marketing list, if you've got links on other websites that are linking to yours, you're doing SEO already. Um, and I think when I tell people that, it sort of lifts a big weight off the shoulders like, oh, I actually do know sort of about SEO. I just didn't realize it. Um, so from Google's point of view, they how it works is that once the site goes live to the world and you've, you can submit your site directly to Google or they will actually just find it automatically, um, they send out these little spiders, little bots, little robots, I suppose, to your website and they pretty much just get their teeth into it and grab all this data and take it back to the mothership, that is Google, and feeds Google's algorithm the information on your website. And then from there, Google, like, go through an index um, and they work out who you are, what you do, where you are, what you provide, what you sell, all those kinds of things. And then they figure out then how to sort of rank you um, in Google. And they also um, look at your off-page efforts as well. So they do look at your social media and your email marketing and all that sort of stuff. So there's a whole, like, that whole list gets taken into consideration by Google and then from there they figure out where to put you, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. So that's kind of how SEO works in a nutshell. Yeah. yeah. So it's quite that's interesting because, you know, really what you're saying then, like the off-page SEO is anywhere that you're sending traffic back to that yep. website. Exactly. So any Facebook yep. post with a link in it, any Instagram bio with a link in it, any blog yep. with a link back. So if you do a guest yes. blog or podcast obviously then there's links in those that usually that podcast yep. page that links back to your website so anywhere that links that. back yeah yep. is all part that. of it as well yeah but you've got to be careful with that because um it is a, a lot of seo and a big chunk of it is about those links um because it can be a bit of a popularity contest but yep. say 10 years ago um google would actually have just looked at say you had 100 links to your website from other websites. They would just see that number and go, whoa, that's awesome, 100 links, good on you, and maybe bump you up the Google ranks. They didn't look at the type of link or where yeah. it was coming from, but now they will go and check those 100 links and if they come from bogus websites or the link is dead or it's come from an, a website that has nothing to do with you, like you've just tried to chuck a link anywhere and it makes no sense, um, then they will actually um, penalise you. For, for doing yeah. that so they're a lot smarter now with that so when you do your link building and you know your podcast and all that sort of thing you've got to make sure that it's a um, proper link um, yeah. that it makes sense to have a link from there yeah so it's yeah. more about quality than quantity yeah. but at the same time they do still look at quantity yeah so. yeah for sure and so obviously the elusive page is the first page yeah <laughs> of google like you people usually <laughs> want to land on that first page yeah <laughs> but um but yeah the, the first page thing is funny with me because 
now when you look at Google, half the page is either filled with ads or yeah. um, rich snippets. So a rich yeah. snippet is like, if you're not sure, you know, when you ask a question in Google or put a query in Google and a box comes up with just, you know, your answer to your question really, really quickly or something related to it. That's what's called a rich or a featured snippet. Yeah. And that's called position zero now in Google. Um, and then there might be your Google Maps. So half of page one is kind of gone. Yeah, it's not like it yeah. used to be. It's like no. full of all these other things. <laughs> yeah, and like you still see like maybe eight, seven or eight um, organic websites on page one after you scroll down a fair bit. But now what I've noticed in sort of the last couple of months is that I'm clicking through a lot to page two to get the real page one. I don't know if that's just me because I'm in SEO. Um, but they've also made it, um, they've sort of made page two, page three, page four a little um, easier because on a phone now it's you just click see more results yeah. and they just appear. So it's like a never-ending page one, which I think is awesome because when people sort of say, oh, I'm only on page five, on a phone now, it's kind of like you're on page one because you just and, yeah. see more and they appear. But and most people are on their phone. Most people are searching stuff on their phone, hey? Yeah, most yeah. of the time. Like they'll start there. Well, actually, they start at social media these times. These yeah, days. yeah. People will use so, uh, social media as its own Google. And then from there, they'll go yeah. and either look for you on Google as well or click on yeah. your link and go straight to your site. Yeah. Um, but... But, yeah, it's getting a little bit easier or a little, um, not easier, but it's less of a scary thought when you're found on page two or page three. Yeah, yeah. Because Google's kind of making it. So that's a good myth buster then. A good myth buster is that, you know, we don't have to stress as much about that whole page one thing anymore, which is cool. Well, you know, no, you don't. Um, And honestly, this is coming from an SEO person. If you're not found on page one, that does not mean the end of your business life. No. Um, it's not the be all and end all, uh, and I wouldn't put all your eggs in the Google Page One basket at all. Um, SEO has changed so much in the last few years that yes, it is amazing that you should try and get on Page One. More so for people that have never heard of you before. Yeah, um, that's where you want to get on Page One. So maybe your social media is new and you haven't got a whole lot of followers yet, or your content's still building. Um, then people may go to Google instead. But making sure that your site has all of those things that we talked about that Google want to check off, that it's optimised, it loads fast, all your keywords, all that sort of stuff is ready to go, then you're in a better position to get found on page one of Google than if you don't do any of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So let's talk about keywords then first as as the first kind of topic so obviously it's important to get the right keywords so can you give some tips to everyone on um, how to research the right keywords like how do you know what are the right keywords to use yeah so my main three tips for for keywords are making sure that you already know like you need to go and look at your google search console or your google analytics to find out what you're already getting searched for um, and if you've not used, if you've not set up a Google search console account, then after this live, you better go do it. <laughs> so that's number one on the yes. action list. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Because it'll tell you what you're already getting found for. So for me right now, 
Um, I check mine every week because I'm a bit of a geek, um, but I'm getting found for Technoberg. And that's great for me because it means my... Um, people are searching your business name. Well, yeah, that's yeah. what you want. You want people to end up searching for your business name more than web designer Melbourne or SEO specialist Melbourne. So that's always the main thing for me is I want to get found for my name, not for keywords, even though keywords are still really important. Yeah. Um, so go into search console and have a look what you're already getting found for. You may either find that you're getting searched, you're getting found already for some keywords that you want to, or you may find that your keywords um, are not even there. Um, from there, um, there's a really good Chrome extension tool that I use nearly every single day and it's free. It's called Keywords Everywhere. And it will tell you, like you can type in a keyword into Google, like I can type in Web Designer Melbourne, um, and it'll tell me how many searches per month Web Designer Melbourne is getting. Um, and then if it's sort of like under 100, I will maybe not use it because it's not getting a whole lot of searches per month. But if it's getting, you know, 200, 300, 400, 1,000 searches per month, then I'm going to want to try and rank for Web Designer Melbourne because lots of people are looking for it. So I'll note that down as a possibility as a main keyword. Um, so I'll type in a whole bunch of things from there, like other words I want to get found for, like SEO specialist or um, online store builder or something, you know, just related keywords that you, you think you want to get found for. And just note down... Um, the search volumes for all of those. Have a look who is at who is already ranking for those keywords that you think you want to um, that you want to rank for, uh, and then you can do a competitor analysis. So go and check out their websites. Have a look at where they place their keywords in the content and in the technical SEO. And I'll give you another tool that I like to use to find that. Um, and just sort of note down. I'm not saying like get really stuck into their site and get a, I don't know, don't, don't like overdo it. Just have a bit of a browse. Where are they? What kind of words are they using um, yeah. in the content? And then the other thing I like to use is people. So I like to just flat out ask people. It's yeah. not always about which tool is the best, which yes. program should I sign up for? You know, it doesn't, you don't have to spend money on this. You really don't. Um, Simple things like doing a poll on Instagram stories. And I tell all my clients this and my coaching students as well. Do a poll. Like say, what would you type into Google to find me? How would yeah. you describe me? Um, and take note of the, the sort of main keywords mm. that they're using to describe you. Yeah. Take those words, go hop, pop it into Google and look at the search volume and then go from there. And then the other thing with that is... Um, in Google, if you type in something, you know, when you scroll right to the bottom and it says people also search for, that is Google telling you exactly from the horse's mouth other words, keywords related to what you just put in that are really popular on um, Google. So take note of those as well. Some of them may not apply, some of them might, some of them may work for you, some of them won't. But it is them telling you, hey, we see you Googling this. It's pretty similar to this other word that lots of people are looking for. How would that fit with you, with you and your business? Yeah. Um, so those are some really like quick, free and easy tools that you don't have to pay for in order to find what keywords um, you should be using. Yeah, yeah, cool. So, so for researching, there's Keywords Everywhere, which is the Chrome extension. Yep. I've actually got that. It's so easy. 
so easy and it even tells you like the click um value if the google ads i think as well for those um those keyword searches too yeah Yeah. um ask people i I think that's such an undervalued resource is just asking people directly people from your audience like instagram stories are a really easy one um like do a poll you could do like one you could do a poll over like five stories and have you know obviously then there's the option for five different keyword searches yes or no you know like something as simple as that I love polls love polls and I love asking people for their opinions because people love to give them oh absolutely (laughs) people love to give their opinion 100% and it's good to see what others perceive you and your business as as well um you might be really surprised at some of the words people come at you with um and you may not but I just think there's nothing's actually going to feed anything but people um, yeah. and getting real live people feedback. Oh, hundred percent. Obviously using Google console to see what you're already getting ranked yes. for. And then yeah. the little, what's it say again, down the bottom of Google, the page. Oh, people oh. also search for. People also search for. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So um, just a little recap for everyone listening. If you're just jumping in, hello. Um, if you're watching the replay, type in replay. We've got Carly here from Technobird. Um, we've just gone through like a basic rundown of SEO and how it works and then also keywords and how to search for them. I've got another question about keywords coming up. Um, so if you've got questions, pop them in. I'm keeping an eye on the chat box and um, we'll also obviously allow time for questions at the end and during. Um, and for those that have just jumped on, I did ask everyone to rate yourself one out of five, how you feel with your own SEO prowess so one would be nope I don't get it at all and five would be I'm killing it I totally understand what I'm doing so the next thing I wanted to ask you Carly was um so now that we know how to research the keywords how do you actually use them yeah where to put them yes question so (laughs) there's sort of two places within your website that they need to go one is the technical SEO, um, and this is where some tech speaks tends to come in, and this is probably the part that scares people a little bit. I think um, so. so I'm <laughs> <try to write laughs> it I know it's the part that confuses me, so yeah. hand on heart, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Google want to find your keywords in really specific places in your website, um, and one of, uh, one of them is a page title. Um, so, you know, when you go into Google and you see all the results come up and you'll see like a headline and then a description underneath and you click on the headline to go through to the website, that's the page title. So they want to find keywords in there. The second place they want to find it is, and that's for every page of your site, by the way, not just your homepage, um, the meta description. Now the thing with the meta description is, is that Google don't actually care if your keywords are in there which is a bit of a myth to bust. People think your keywords have to get found in there. Um, And they don't for Google, but they do for humans. So humans will read that description and match it to the query they just put in. They'll put two and two together and they'll go, oh, there's my words I just typed in. That must be what I need. And then they'll click through. Um, So meta descriptions for every page and making sure they're unique to each page as well. Um, They need to get found in these things called heading tags or h1 tags so a heading tag is basically um, a headline for each page of your website kind of like a newspaper article you will read the headline of the article before you read the content to get an idea of what is in the article 
exactly the same as your website. Google and people will read that headline on each page to know what it's about before they read the actual content. So keywords have got to be found if naturally, they should be found naturally in them. Don't sort of put a, a keyword and it look weird for people in there. Um, they also need to get found in your, um, your image alt titles. So in your images, you know how when you put an image in a site and you can give it a file name or an alt title, leaving that blank or leaving it uh, with like the default title that just says logo.1.png, <laughs> a really big mistake. Or some random letters and the date yes. or something. <laughs> yes, and it's so easy to do because you just want to get get it over with. Like you yeah. want to put in your images and just be like, okay, done, off I go and do something else. But taking that time to give them all unique um, descriptions and getting your keywords in there in a natural way um, because Google will look for them in there. Google can't use their eyes to look at an image and understand what that image is about or um, how it works within your site. They have to read the description to understand what that image is and how it works and what it's for. Um, so if you can put your keywords in there as well as describing the image, then that's going to benefit your SEO. Yeah. Um, and it also needs to go into your content. Um, so it needs to go into the words of your site, especially the first 100 words um, because people skim websites, they don't read them. They will land on your page and they'll want to get a really quick idea uh, or confirmation that your site is for them. What you have on your site is what they were looking for and they'll skim your homepage to figure that out. So anything, they'll read the first one to 200 words and if they see those keywords that they just put into Google, then that gives them a confirmation that they're in the right place and they'll stay and then they'll interact. They'll click on other pages, hopefully, because that's what we want. We want them to stay on for a long time and do whatever the thing is that you want them to do. Like, do you want them to download something? Do you want them to contact you? Do you want them to buy something? Your end game, and I like it. So making sure that your keywords are found in the, in the homepage in the first 100 words is really um, important. And then your keywords should be found filtered throughout your content of your site in blog posts or in other pages. Um, yeah, all the all the areas of your site that you want people to go to and that you want that you have that you provide the most value or provide the thing that the person was looking for. Um, so those are the two main areas in the technical SEO and then in the content is where it needs to be found. Yeah. So the technicals like that that meta description and the yep. the page title heading tags heading oh, tags yeah. oh, titles yep. on Those your images yep. yeah and then your the seo copy is the yeah what's in your content. content but the most of all those first 100 words are really important first 100 to 200 yep. and even the last 100 um, okay. as well because often people will come onto the site skim the first page get confirmation that they're in the right place They'll sort of skip, like skip through the middle bit, go, oh, yep, cool, oh, yep, cool, oh, yep, cool, and then they'll go to the end or the end game or the end page of your site um, to do the thing, contact you or whatever it is, um, and then seeing those keywords again at the end of their journey yeah. <laughs> on your website just gives them a bit of a hug 
and says, yeah, this is what I need. <laughs> and, yeah. and the thing that I, I find interesting about that is that there's two aspects really of what you've said there is that there's um, a part of it is the technical stuff, which helps the Google beast yeah. Yeah. filter and spider crawl you. But yeah. there's also another aspect to it, which is user led. And that is, yeah you've got to show the, your audience or the people searching under those keywords or terms or whatever it is that, that you actually meet the need that they've searched for really quickly. Yep. Um, and I think that that's a, it's a good point for a lot of things. I'm often saying, you know, there's aspects of social media that are user-led. It's got nothing to do with the algorithm. It's got mm. nothing to do with that Instagram loves stories more than the feed. It's that the user loves stories more than yep. the feed. So yeah. you've got to think about not just the technical aspect yeah. of what an algorithm does for you. You've got to think about what your audience need from yeah. you in that piece of content, whatever piece yeah. of content it is that half you're using. Half Google, half human. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, somehow you've sure. got to meet in the middle. I love that. I love that. Yeah. So um, let's talk about some SEO theories because you hear a lot of SEO theory. There's lots of conspiracy theories about SEO. Um, You know, some of them around, you know, does it matter what website platform you use? You know, some say don't use this Wix and some say don't use this. And one thing I love about your content is that you're always saying it doesn't matter. Correct. So let's talk about that myth first. And then if anyone else has got any, I guess, anything they've heard about SEO that they'd love Carly to dispel, or answer for them. If you let us know, we can talk mm. about that too. Yeah. Yeah. That one bugs me a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it does. Cause when you that write about it, I can, I, it's almost, I can tell I'm like, she's going, <laughs> no, no, I just, I'm just, yeah, it's been a, um, that's been a heated debate for a long it time has, before yeah. I even came on the scene of SEO or web design. I think it, it'll be a debate that will rage. For well, a long time, simmering out. I feel like people um, are now understanding that it is not mm-hmm. about what platform you use. WordPress oh, is not good. better than Wix. Squarespace is not better than Wix. Wix is not better than Shopify. WordPress is not. You know, it's, it yeah. doesn't matter. And Google have come out and blatantly said that. And I'll oh, that's good. Hop up a little quote from John Mueller from Google to say to show you that he yeah. said. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. You know what, though? I've, I've heard some random things. As someone said to me, oh, does it matter what type of website you have for the Facebook Pixel? So there's always, like, and I'm like, no, the Pixel does whatever it needs to do. So yeah. long as it's installed, it does yeah. what it has to do. Yeah. There's always these theories that people put out there. But, yeah. keep, anyway, but keep yeah. going. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. The point is, it doesn't matter. It's what you do with the platform and your SEO um, that matters. So you could have a WordPress site and not have done any SEO at all. You've not done any keywords. You haven't installed Yoast SEO plugin. You haven't um, created an easy-to-use website. You have, you know, you've done nothing. You've just chucked up your stuff and hoped for the best. And then you could have a Wix website that you've also done nothing on and just because your word it's WordPress doesn't mean well you're gonna get you know found on Google higher than the Wix site because yeah. it's WordPress. But Google again don't give a shit what <laughs> yeah. platform you use. It's how you use the platform and it's how 
um, you implement the SEO elements within each platform. So they all have different um, different plugins or apps or internal uh, SEO functionalities. Um, it doesn't matter as long as you try and create an SEO as, as an SEO friendly website as possible. Then that's all that really matters. And then it's after the fact then what you do to drive the traffic to it. Yeah. Um, some platforms have do have better sort of functionalities than others. Um, and some platforms you can do more stuff, but it doesn't matter at the end of the day. As long as you've done everything within that platform's SEO um, functionalities as possible, then that's the best that you can do. And Google will look at that and then look at all the other elements of driving traffic, etc., off-page SEO and bundle that all up into the index. So, no, it's, it doesn't matter what you use um, at all. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, that's good. Is there any other kind of myths or theories that you hear people saying or people ask you about that you'd love to yeah. share as well? Sure. Um, I think one of the biggest SEO myths that I get is that, like, it's a, something you can implement and then forget about it. Um, it's not something you can just, you can't just install a Yoast SEO plugin on WordPress and be like, done, you know, SEO tick. It doesn't work like that. SEO is ever changing um, and you need to regularly maintain it, update it, work on it if you want it to work um, because things just change really quickly. Um, so don't think that, you know, if you've got your perfect keywords and you've designed the perfect site, you know, and it's, SEO friendly and it's people friendly that that's job done um, monitoring is really important and then making adjustments and editing where needed or adjusting things each month as you look at your stats and whatnot is also really important so I think one of the biggest not fails but um, what's the word I don't know people who you know set up the whole SEO strategy and then don't bother to understand if it's working or they yeah. just assume that it's working is a really um, bad move, I yeah. suppose. So I guess, yeah, that's one of the biggest misconceptions is that, you know, set and forget type of thing and it's just not. It requires constant babysitting. And I think that's also where people get a bit scared as well yeah, yeah. by it um, because it sounds like a lot of work. But if you have a plan and you stick to your plan or you adjust it as need and you just chill out <laughs> a little bit of around SEO you know I think that's a better approach than ignoring it altogether oh 100% and I I guess you know it comes back to it would be a I, I imagine a case of people the what they search for changes yep. as well and you've you've got to be on top of what your audience is searching for and what's yep. important to them as yep. well so you can stay up to date with that and, yeah, you know, and as people evolve and as you evolve and as your yeah. business evolves, you've got to evolve the website and you've got to evolve yeah. the SEO with it. Like, what And that's more than just pretty pictures. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Like for me, like 12 months ago, I wasn't even thinking about doing um, coaching in SEO. It wasn't on my radar, but it's naturally led there. People have asked for it. I feel really confident in doing it now. So that's now become a focal point in my business. So I've then got to evolve my website to reflect that, change up my marketing a little bit, look at 
the different links on different websites that, um, you know, might want to try and find someone like me to help their audience with SEO like yourself. So, yeah, you've got to sort of understand that SEO is like not, like I said before, a set and forget thing, but as you evolve as a person, as your business evolves, you've got to take that SEO strategy with you and make sure that it's always matching. Um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. So that leads into was um, one of the last questions I had for you and obviously anyone else watching pop your questions in or if you're watching the replay type them in it'll prompt us to come back and answer them for you but what are some ways now that we've kind of gone through what it is how you research your keywords how to use them busted some myths what are some ways to increase your I guess your SEO your chances of being seen or increase your SEO capabilities yeah yeah Yeah. well I think there's probably three main areas at the moment that I would be focusing on and that Google seemed to place a lot of importance on. And one of them is not new. They've placed importance on this from the beginning and that's your link building. So again, like we talked about it before, um, getting links from other sites to yours, um, good quality links that make sense um, and that uh, reaching a wide audience is probably one of the main things I would personally work on or I would suggest that you guys work on um, is the link building strategy. So that could be in the form of collaborations with other businesses. Guest blogging is a really popular one. Um, Guest podcasting is really massive at the moment. Podcasting is just skyrocketing. Um, And the reason why podcasting is so good for SEO and people might not realize how, but you know, when you do a podcast and there's show notes and you often put in, you know, the link to the person's website, that's where it's good for SEO. And also because it's super shareable. Um, and that leads me into my number two is creating the shareable, most creating shareable content. Um, so creating content that your audience are going to find valuable, informative, solve a problem for them. Um, but it's, content that they might want to share on their social media or on their own website or however. Um, That's where content marketing comes in and social media marketing because creating shareable content can spread so far. Um, And that sort of leads me to Pinterest. Um, If we're talking about social media, Pinterest is a really, really good platform if it works for you um, for links because, you know, when you go into Pinterest and you search something, you click on it and it goes straight to the person's website. Um, getting, yeah, getting lots of links from your Pinterest boards or, or whatever it is you do on there is great for SEO because it's an easier sort of platform to get links on than say, so, uh, say Instagram or Facebook. Um, yeah. Facebook not so much because you can add links. I don't think you can add more than one link to a post in Facebook. But in Pinterest, your yeah, the link juice <laughs> is massive. The yeah. link opportunity is really big. Well, that comes down to Pinterest being a search engine. It is. Yes. Way more than like a social media platform. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's really built for that, isn't it? Yeah. It is, absolutely, yes. Yeah. Um, and then the third thing I would work on um, is definitely social media marketing. <laughs> it's, still, it's still as popular as ever. I don't know about you, Stace, but have you felt there's a real drive back to Facebook at the moment? Yes. Yes. I think Um, definitely right now with um, 
coronavirus and everything. And I think a lot of that has come down to Facebook's prioritization of groups yep. because people are looking for online communities. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're really driven to Facebook at particularly at the moment, like Facebook's been prioritizing groups for a couple of years now, but particularly the last six months and particularly the last couple of months, um, that has been a big driver for people that weren't Facebook users to come back to that platform. Because it's a community and it's, yeah, it's tight knit and you, it doesn't feel like you're just putting up a post and it's just dropping in the feed real quick. I think that if you've got a, a Facebook group that's, doesn't have to have, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people on it, in it. But if the community in there is engaged and they, you know, interact all the time and they're your kind of people, then they're more inclined to click on the links that you put on because they trust you. Um, and that's where it's super helpful to SEO and that's where traffic can start to build from Facebook, from those Facebook groups, from an already warm audience. Um, so social media marketing for me uh, is still of high importance for SEO because it, it is a lot about brand awareness as well. Not so much just the links. Yes, they're important, but it is about humanizing your brand um, and creating that valuable, informative content that is shareable and that's the best place for it. And Google definitely takes into consideration all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, so sure. yeah, those like are you, my- you said before, you know, you want people to be searching for you Um, and if you build your brand awareness by doing things like what we're doing right now yeah people will then go and search for your business name exactly yep like if I look at my own search console today my top three are techno bird the techno bird and Carly Plowman because people know them Yeah. yeah and I'll have in there I think I've got SEO specialist Melbourne or something like that but yeah. it is bugger all yeah um, <laughs> because and that yeah. doesn't bother me at all yeah yeah I want people well, you build, it's your own brand you know well that's it yeah, yeah that's the goal at the end of the day yeah. is to yeah get found for your own name not just a yeah. randomish keyword <laughs> and that's um you know that's something I'm working on in my own strategy as well is not just the social hub, but branding my own personal name because mm. people will search for me and then all that stuff will come up as yep. well. Um, yep. So that's interesting for coaches too. I think it's important for coaches to humanise themselves like that mm. as well. Absolutely. Um, people will often search for your business name or your name, um, which is which is cool. So, yeah, blogging, yep. guest blogging, um, podcasting, podcasting, email marketing, all yeah. the community-centric yeah. Ways. Yeah. Building your own yeah. posse. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Um, cool. So we do have a question from Lauren, which is, I think is a really good question. So mm-hmm. if you were to change your SEO, so say you, you know, scheduled in, it's that day of the month that you're going to work on, have a look at your keywords and you go in and you go, right, I'm going to change these keywords here and do a little bit of work and, you know, change some things on a couple of your pages. How long does it take for Google to recognize that and then start to drive traffic? Well, it depends. Like, first of all, I would question whether or not you need to regularly change your keywords. I wouldn't recommend regularly changing your keywords. I would try and figure out what your top five to ten are at most and focusing on those. Um, I think if you're going to change things in your site too much or change your keywords too much, you're going to confuse Google. 
um, because they just got to your website, they just yeah, found yeah, your yeah. keywords, they just matched all these things, they now understand you and what you do and, you know, you're building your profile on Google, <clears throat> excuse me, and then if you go and just whip them out and ch- change them to something else, they're going to be really confused. Um, and we don't want to confuse Google. <laughs> we don't want to confuse Google. We don't want to confuse people. So just, yeah, if you're going to change them, only make sure you're changing them because it's really necessary. Like if you've changed your whole business, then obviously change keywords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've changed your services and those keywords don't work anymore, totally change them. But just be careful how much you change. Um, Google, if you're hooked up to Search Console, they'll get notified immediately. Um, yeah. It's not like a you know, a week before they come back around to your site and have a look around, um, they will pretty much see changes immediately or within an hour, I would say. But I can't answer a question. Like I can't say um, they'll find it tomorrow and then they'll go, oh, yeah, cool, boom, up the Google ranks you go or down the Google ranks you go. They'll look at all those other factors as well. Yeah, yeah. But it will start um, to feed through. Yeah, yeah. There's it, it no sort of I can't give you a time frame yeah. to be honest because there's so much more involved with with that. But yeah, my my biggest advice around that is to only change your keywords if it's absolutely necessary or if they no longer work, then that's totally fine. But make sure you monitor them as well just to make sure that they're working. Yeah, yeah. If they're not, then you have to go back to the drawing board. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So some of the other things you do, because, you know, when you say it's not it's not a set and forget thing, but definitely try and focus on those top five keywords. Yep. Those other actions you can be doing are these things like guest blogging and building your yeah. brand and those sorts of things. That's how you work on those backlinks back to yep. your site and the traffic driving actions yep. that you do all the time yep. to drive traffic back. And, you know, all of you guys in the group would have heard me say a million times you know, if you create a freebie or an opt-in or something on your web or you have a website or it's your, um, you know, you're a product-based business and your post is about a product, you need to tell people where to find that content. Yep. Like, don't just go, I wrote a blog about, I don't know, how to grow petunias in your garden you put a link to the blog about where they can find how to grow petunias in their actual their blog, garden not, yeah. not to the home page and then yes. for them to go oh where is that post that's oh, specific shit. url yeah. and they go <laughs> yeah yeah send them to that <laughs> to specific, the point <laughs> yeah or you know if you've done like a, a free freebie opt-in maybe it's a pdf or something send them to the url for that opt-in lead magnet in because website. Most of those platforms, you can put your Facebook pixel in or you embed it into your website or wherever it is that they find that, you know, make it as easy as possible for them to get to that exact link. Yep. Exactly right. Don't, don't make them guess. Don't make them look, don't make it confusing because people just exit your, your website so quickly. Um, You have very, very small, have a very small window of opportunity to grab their attention. Yeah. Keep their attention and then help them to journey through your yeah. website. So um, then yeah. I've got a question then, it's a, an SEO question, is um, so when people land on your page and then, you know, say they jump out really quickly or is the length of time people are on yep. your site a thing for SEO? Yep, absolutely is. So Google will look at um, how much time people are spending on your site yep. from start to finish where you go, what you hover over, what you click on, what you don't click on. Um, 
and then they, yeah, so they take all of that in, into consideration to work out whether your site's valuable, if you're providing good content, all those kinds of things. Um, so that is called bounce rate. So if you have Google Analytics account, and everybody should, if they have a website, you definitely need to have Google Analytics. Um, and a bounce rate is the time it takes somebody to land on your site and exit from your site from the same page they landed on. Um, so say, for example, I landed on your website, Stacey, and I went, oh, this is not what I was wanting, click exit, then you're going to have a really high bounce rate because I didn't stick around for very long and I didn't look at any other pages. I didn't even scroll. They even look at if you're scrolling or not on a website. But if I landed on your site and went, oh, this is what I looking for and I scrolled and read a bit and looked at an image and then clicked on that button and downloaded this, then they take all that into consideration as well. And then the longer they stay and the more they interact, the lower your bounce rate is. And that's an indication to Google. If you have a low bounce rate, people are finding your site informative and interesting and valuable. So they're staying for longer. So there's yeah. definitely taken into consideration. Yeah, yeah, because when I was um, putting my podcast together, um, one of the things um, that they were saying about podcast hosting is obviously you host your podcast in a host platform. You would know this now after going through podcast training. Um, but that um, that kind of whatever they call it, an RSS feed, I don't know, there's all technical jargon for it, but it sits on a web page on your website. So when I do my podcast episodes, it's at the socialhub.com, whatever I, you know, and I just do mine like one, two, 10, 12, like that's all my episode things. And you might have a better way of doing that. Probably you've probably got a great SEO strategy for your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) haven't yet, actually. But, um, yeah, I'd be interested to know when you when you put all that together. But um, yeah, one of the things they were saying was if you send people directly to Apple, there's no SEO benefits for that. Mm-hmm. But to send them to the page and if they listen to your podcast from your web page, that's really good because yeah. they're on there for a, the whole time, time of the podcast. Or if they're reading a blog, then you know it takes them time to read that whole blog, mm-hmm. and and that all contributes. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously if they find you on their podcatcher, that's fine. But that was just an example was, and interestingly, yeah. when I've gone into my podcast insights, a lot of people are listening from oh, my webpage because yes. that's the URL link that I share yes. in all my social media is my website and that's where they go. So, yeah. you know, business that's owners. Awesome. Yeah. So um, I found that really interesting that it's, that obviously they're getting directed there from my efforts Yep. Um, and then the next one is um, Apple Podcast yeah. because once they subscribe, they get the notification yeah. every week. So, yep. yeah, yeah. So that and that's fun. awesome. But I, I'm curious to know, like, do you, I haven't looked at how many, but how many podcasts do you have on your site so far? Like how many episodes? Is there a lot? It'll be episode 24 this week. Do you know how much room that takes up on your site? Hmm. I'd be no. careful there. Because it's just the HTML feed, like it's just a HTML okay. um, link that goes okay, in because cool. it's all hosted elsewhere. Okay, cool. So it's like if you like upload Not to like YouTube video, and then share the YouTube link yep. instead of hosting an MP4 video. I was going to say because if you're uploading them as videos or as no, no, no. Be very careful there no. because um, that will increase the page size and yeah. that's 
not great for SEO. Yeah, yeah. No, so it's just over it. <laughs> yeah, no, or, or already because I, I knew that because I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to put all this stuff on my website and then it's going to slow it down? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I've got a couple of other questions. So Nikki yeah. says, um, I think you might have already answered this. What percentage bounce rate is considered high or low? Oh, uh, yeah. No, I didn't answer no. that. Um, so Melinda asked the same question, so that's a good one. Okay, cool. Yep. So I would be aiming for a, for a good bounce rate up to 40%, I think is a good bounce rate. Um, so between 25 and 40, I think, is considered good. I have to look up the current stat. Yeah, but go between 25 and 40. And then an average, which doesn't mean bad. So average is between 40 and 55, I think, percent. And then anywhere from like 60% up, I'd be wondering why people are exiting so quickly. Um, yeah. There could be a lot of reasons for that. That's interesting though because when you say like goods like 40 to 50, what do you say? Average, average is, is about 40 to Average is about 40 to 55, I think, yeah. Yeah, that's not. So that's all right. Yeah, that's not. I, I would have thought, you know, Lower? it would have been, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no. yeah. Well, there's lots of things that Google look at in, um, in, in why people are sticking around or why they're exiting. But if you can get between, yeah, 25 and 40, yeah. then that's great. But even my own, I look at my own all the time and, my God, it is a roller coaster sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And, Sometimes I will have no idea why. Like I've changed nothing on my site, um, you know, for like a few weeks, but suddenly my bounce rate is increased by 10%. And then I'll be like, why? What have I done? But then I might look at my social media posts and I might have put on a few posts on Facebook that went to a direct link on another page on my site. Or I've put on a pop-up or something. So people are clicking on that and they're exiting the pop-up or exiting the home page to go yeah. to a different page. So there's, yeah. I look at questions as to why. Sometimes you're not going to know. Sometimes I'm going to be like, no idea. I don't know why it's increased 10%. And then the next week it's dropped down and it's good again. It can yeah. be, <laughs> it can be confusing, but it's usually a reason, but sometimes it's harder to find. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd be aiming between 30 and 40%. Yeah, cool. It's it's almost a bit like um, sometimes people will say to me, oh, have you noticed that Instagram engagement's really down at the moment? And I'm like, yeah, well, like there's so many reasons why that could happen. <laughs> you know, it's not just as easy to go. Like it's not like Instagram all of a sudden goes, oh, we're going to like engagement. drop yeah. engagement this week. Yeah, We've just decided. <laughs> and Google would be the same. So there's like usually a lot of um, aspects as to why someone's engagement would decrease yep. but then when you look at it it's like okay so you know and I get it too like sometimes I'll do I think oh my god this content's amazing and on Facebook I'll get crickets and on Instagram it's yeah. like got the best engagement ever and I'm like don't know why just yeah. was the way it was that week okay yeah. <laughs> and you can't stress about it no I, I don't think, think so either no point like I just think you just gotta go okay well it bombed move on yeah. <laughs> work on a different tactic for the next week or maybe yeah. people were just busy or maybe yeah. kids were going back to school like yeah. you'll for never sure. really know yeah uh, so there is a lot of assumption that comes with seo and yeah. and google and whatnot um but just do the best you can and yeah. make sure you monitor because the more you monitor the more you're going to work out what works and what doesn't yeah. Um, and then you can just focus on the things that are working and 
piss off the things that don't. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Cool. All right. So we've, we've been about an hour, which is normal time frame. So I'm conscious that everyone's got uh, the rest of their afternoon. So do you, Carly. So um, if anyone else has got any questions, pop them in quickly. Otherwise, we'll come back to them later. Um, definitely we can do that. But how can people connect with you, Carly? Yeah. Um, so I live on Instagram. I'm on there yeah. all the time. So if you yeah. ever want to jump on there and say hello, DM me on Instagram. But, um, yeah, so my Instagram is Technobird. Uh, Facebook is uh, Technobird Website Design. Um, had to get that because there is another Technobird in the world, unfortunately, um, but they are based in Pakistan and you can definitely tell the difference between me and them. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I have uh, a Facebook group as well that's free to join. It's a website and SEO support group. Um, so you can ask questions um, to me in there or of the group. I often post really good articles about SEO and web design and um, run polls and all that sort of thing. So over there. Um, and I also have a new Instagram account for my podcast, which is called The SEO Show. Um, there's not much on there at the moment, but um, once I start recording, I'll start doing um, more build up for that. And I did my first hello over there today on Insta Stories. Um, and I'm also doing, I run a, uh, SEO coaching program, an eight week SEO coaching program, which is almost finished the first round, um, in a couple of weeks. And then the second Yay. round that will kick off in July. Yeah, um, cool. and there's a wait list open for that now. If people wanted to go and pop their name on it or have a look at the, the, the details, um, of that it is kicking off in July and that's on my website, thetechnobird.com.au slash eight-week coaching program or eight-week SEO coaching program. Yeah. I can't remember now. <laughs> so what I'll do when we jump off, which is what I always do, guys, is I'll pop the links in the um, in the caption for the live so you can connect with Carly on Instagram, check out her website. She's got a wait list as well for her course next time it kicks off. Um, and if I might just grab that Facebook group link as well from yep. you if anyone wants yeah, to join your group as well and I'll pop those all in the captions so you can all connect with her on whatever platform is the best for you um Di actually just said she's been following you for ages so it was great to listen in Yay, thanks, Di. on Instagram dies whistle comms oh yes Hello. yeah so there you go <laughs> thanks for tuning in <laughs> yeah yeah so um so that's cool there we go all right. Cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us. It was a really great, pleasure. great SEO chat. We covered a lot of ground. We did. Um, thank you so and yeah, much. If anyone's, no, my, my pleasure. And like I said, guys, if you've got any questions or you've watched back the replay, type them in the comments and it'll prompt us to come back and answer them for you. I'll be handballing the questions to you though because I don't know the answer. Happy to help. <laughs> I can jump in and chat all day long. <laughs> cool. All right, guys. Have a great one. Thanks, Thanks Carly. Thanks for listening to the Social Hub Podcast. You can find the show notes for today's episode over at all the W's, thesocialhubau.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to join me in my community and continue the conversation, jump over to Facebook and join the Social Media 101 Facebook group. Until then, stay classy. Stay classy.